0: Hello everyone, welcome to BirdCast, the only podcast that's filmed inside a live Avery. Today we have our guest back, uh, Birdman Dad. if you want to say hello. Oh hi everyone, how are you going? Alright, well we have quite an interesting topic. Now we have been going a long time, um, as many of you know, but we've been dealing with some uh, bird related matters. We've got some new birds and um, really we didn't really have the time and we didn't want to invade their private space. Because we film these, uh, record these up in the aviary. We couldn't particularly do that um, because we don't want to kind of uh, lie and say that we're recording them in the aviary when we're not. So that's why we've been gone. Now, um, once again, we're going to talk on a good interesting topic. So we're going to be talking about new bird arrivals um, and how people are importing birds and how do you do such. So the first question I have here written down is what made you decide to import birds from other states? Why not buy them in your own town?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, sometimes you have to uh, go to the East Coast um, to buy a particular breed of bird. So not all the breeds that are available um, throughout Australia are actually here in Western Australia. So sometimes we do freight birds into WA, um, and also, we might uh, import a new, sp- uh, a new species of bird or the same species, but just to mix up the bloodline a little bit. Okay. All right. So
0: the second question we have here, what things legally do you have to take care when importing birds? For instance, what permits do you need and what departments do you have to contact?
1: Okay. So you need a, what we call an import permit. Okay, so um, there's a new department these days. It was originally through um, the through CALM, um, but now it's a it's a new department altogether. So, yeah, Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development Perth, which is a bit of a mouthful, or they go by DPIRD. Um, So you have to actually apply to those people for your import permit um, and then also you have to contact the Ag Department, um, which is uh, two fees. You pay the first fee and then the Ag Department fee uh, because they do come out and inspect the birds. Okay, I did not
0: know that. All right, let's move on to our third question today. So, is importing birds from another Australian state expensive? One viewer writes in.
1: Yeah, um, you, yeah, like I just said, you, you have to pay for the import permit, which I think is about $60-odd, um, which lasts for three months. And then each time you get a shipment of birds in the Ag Department, will have a look at it, and that, and that's $60 to $70 as well. So, yeah, it's not cheap.
0: All right. Um, so, we've got another, another viewer writes in. Um, question number four, as a West Australian has quarantine at its borders, um, what checks are made on the birds and what do you know about? Like what, what checks do you know about? Do you know, um, what they do when you get the birds in? Do they, um, check them for any diseases? Do they take them out of the box? Do they handle them or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So no, they don't take them out of the box or handle them. So what what happens is uh, they'll come in a a little small wooden freight box. Um, They can then uh, inspect the birds and photograph the birds. Um, And what they're normally looking for is more more seed grasses and apple and fruit and things like that um, because we're not allowed to have that obviously come into Western Australia. So normally you have to have that removed. Now, you can either do that at the airport and transfer the birds into your own carry box, or what we do a lot is we bring the birds home, then we tip all the contents. So if there's seed in the box, uh, fruit, apple, things like that, uh, it's tipped into a bag and then sent back to the ag department so it can be destroyed. All right. Okay. Um, So another question, another
0: viewer writes in. Uh, question number five, how do you prepare your birds for travel? So um, what, obviously, box do you use? Do you have any um, sort of ideas that you've personally used when sending birds um, away?
1: Yeah, okay. So we normally send them in like a, a little uh, wooden... Uh, the lighter the box, the better, because birds, um, the costs for freight is determined on the weight of the box. So if you can make it out of a small ply, not, not a heavy ply at all, um, and we normally make them uh, anywhere between 250 millimetres wide and deep by 150 millimetres high. Um, so you, the lighter the better, and, and you, if you're freighting finches, you don't want too big of a box anyway. Um, then we put like a little D-cup is uh, glued inside, um, and we place some cotton wool and soak the cotton wool with water in case the birds do become thirsty on the flight. And of course put a lot of seed in the bottom because birds will definitely eat on uh, while they're traveling.
0: Ah okay, just going back into that. Um, do you have any suggestion on where you can buy these boxes? Obviously, maybe some people don't know how to create them. Is there a shop that you know about that would supply these freighting um, boxes?
1: Um, we had them made up by a cabinet maker at one stage, but I think some of the uh, local pet shops uh, may sell freight boxes. Um, so you just need to uh, contact a, a pet shop or, um, um, uh, yeah, one of them, um, j- j- or, yeah, just see, there is some um, people that make them uh, on Gumtree and things like that in, in Perth WA. Um, you can have them made up, or if you're quite handy, um, have a go at making them yourself.
0: Okay, alright, so, um, next question, question number six, um, how do you prepare to look after birds after you've travelled, after they've, um, been travelled to you, after they've arrived? What, what, What would you prepare? Do you, um, make a little nest for them, um, type thing, so they can get accustomed to their new environment or anything uh,
1: no so what we normally do is we get the birds come over and then we'll place them in our walkway we have like a um like a little cabinet uh the cabinets are about 600 mil wide by about 400 mil deep um they have a little section in the middle that slides out um that can make it sort of 1200 in length 1.2 meters birds are placed in there um And we also put um, obviously seed, uh, fresh seed in there. Um, But we also in the water we will put like an anti-stress product that we um, Quick Gel is what we use. Comes from uh, Dr. Rob Marshall in New South Wales. Um, We keep them on that for probably uh, I think it's three days there on that. and then they're kept in the holding cage for about a week, week and a half, two weeks. Huh. Cool. Okay. All right. Let me
0: get my... Okay. Question number seven. Oh, it's a big one. Um, someone writing in, when you get uh, new birds, what do you have to do um, first when you get them? Like, do you have your own quarantine how long does your quarantine for is it in days or weeks, if you want to give that. Um, and what do you do also? Um, oh, you've already spoken about that and the drinks and medication that you give them.
1: Yeah. So the quarantine, like I say, a week to two weeks, we quarantine them, uh, in, in, a, in the box, uh, just to keep an eye on them, make sure that they're happy and everything's fine. They're eating. Okay. Uh, the birds look, you know, quite alert. Um, so they don't um, uh, look like they've, they've become sick or um, don't look well. Uh, normally, two weeks period should should be fine, and then you can place them out in, in, into your aviary with the other birds. Um, okay, just
0: going on that, do you suggest putting any little brushes of that in there? Uh, maybe like a thing of... Um a type of a tree just to give them that little environment they can go hide away in um, if they want to if they get cold or
1: anything yeah in the past we've closed half of the box uh, just with a bit of towel covered it over with a little bit of brush a little bit of tea tree or something like that up in one of the corners uh, just so that they can uh, they're not too stressed Um, obviously when you get your new birds you're, you're in a whole new environment so things are going to be a little bit different so You've really got to put them somewhere where it's nice and quiet out the way um, and they're they're not stressed by the other birds being around.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Question eight now. We're almost at the end of the questions here. How do you introduce new birds into aviaries? What things do you watch out for?
1: Okay. So, yeah, you've just – once you've quarantined them, um, normally a good idea to let them out first thing in the morning – uh, so that gives them a little bit of time to mix in with your other finches, make sure they can locate the water. Okay. The seed stations. Okay. Um, and then obviously just sit up there, keep a little bit of an eye on them, make sure that they're, they're, they're fine. Uh, they're, they're fitting in. Okay. No squabbling. Um, and you know, that everything's okay. So, uh, it, it, you know, it does pay to keep a little bit of an eye on them. Um, in case there's a few issues, but normally it's all okay. Ah, okay. So
0: I think we're at our last question here. Um, Any special tips to help people who are thinking of buying their first long-distance birds
1: or bird? Yeah, well, you definitely, um, from my experiences, you need to, if you're buying birds, obviously unseen, so... What I mean by that is you're in Perth and you're you're buying something on the east coast. I would certainly suggest that you buy it from someone that has a very good name, Um, someone that you can trust because uh, normally uh, you have to pay for the birds up front, so it requires a lot of trust. You're sending people money. They're sending birds back the other way. Um, So ask a few questions, work out what type of birds that you think you might be interested in. <clears throat> and like I say, talk to someone that might be able to help um, in that area and, and just find out a bit about the person that you're purchasing the birds off. You know, don't don't be scared to um, ask questions. Um, and sometimes if you're in a bird club or something like that and you're chasing a certain type of species of bird, they will recommend people that you can buy them from. Oh, okay. Alright, so
0: that is the conclusion of our episode today of BirdCast, the only podcast filmed inside a live Avery. If you want to get contact with me to ask any of your own questions, the email is g-o-o-s-e-m-a-n-k-i-8 at gmail.com. That is g-o-o-s-e-m-a-n-k-i-8 at gmail.com. I would love to hear some, of your more, some more of your questions. And we'll see you again soon. Hopefully, um, we won't get any new birds, so it won't change our schedule up. We'll be back next week. All right, everyone. Have a nice day. Yep. Bye.